Hey Playa, welcome to a brand new episode of You Can Be Somebody Great. It's been a while since I've been here on Anchor. I took a little bit of a hiatus there, and the reason I took a hiatus is because I was off getting married. Yeah, on August 27th, I tied the knot. We finally got married, me and my girlfriend, now my wife. And after that, we went on our honeymoon. So I figured, okay, I want to take some time to myself. I'm going to recharge my battery here. I'm going to come back to Anchor Strong, just like I want to come back to YouTube Strong. And I feel like that's what I'm intending to do. You know, I got a lot of fun things planned for you guys. I've been posting a lot on Snapchat and Instagram about my trip. So, uh, you know, if you've been following me over there at the Josh Speaks on both of them, you would have seen a lot of the pictures I've been posting of uh, us out in Philadelphia, getting lots of awesome vegan food, seeing lots of awesome sights and things like that. And you would have saw some of the wedding pictures too. So make sure to follow me on Snapchat and Instagram and you'll get kind of a behind the scenes of whatever's going on in my life. So sometimes when I don't get to post here on Anchor or even on, over on video over on YouTube, you can still follow up and see what's going on. Um, so for those of you that have never heard this podcast before, you know, the whole purpose of You Can Be Somebody Great is I truly believe you have what it takes to be somebody great. And I want to teach you the skills of compassion, mindfulness, and confidence to help you get there. And what I always do to start this podcast off is I start off with a daily goal. I feel like setting a daily goal gives you something to look forward to every day. It gives you something to work towards. And it's a small accomplishment that you can say to yourself, hey, I did something today and I did something that mattered. So today's daily goal is to remember that there's not one side to everything. There's multiple sides. There's multiple perspectives. Everyone has different opinions and thoughts and ways to go about the way that they think about things. So it's important in any context, in any area or any situation you're in, to remember that if there are multiple people involved, there are multiple sides to the story. So don't always take the immediate notion that one person is right and one person is wrong. Be open to learning because when you are open to learning, when you're open to seeing what the other side or the other person has to offer here in terms of discussion, it makes it way easier to draw a more solid and realistic conclusion about what's happening rather than kind of falling into your own echo chamber or seeing things only from one perspective, you become well-rounded, you become well-knowledged in the things that you want to learn. So be open to learning about other sides, be open to learning other other perspectives, because I think it'll make you a more well-rounded person. So on that note, this is the first post of the day. I'm going to see if there's any, any questions that were sent in over the time I was gone. If not, I'm going to follow up with you guys here a little bit more throughout the day. Just some more words of encouragement. Fill you guys in on what's been going on for the last week, what I've been doing, and kind of just really take Anchor to the next level. Hey, Josh. Um, welcome back. Um, I have this question. Um the situation I've been in recently I asked out this girl in school with a letter and through a letter I asked her out through a letter and she didn't really give me an an exact answer she didn't say yes or no but does that but does that actually mean she's not actually interested or she's just because she didn't actually give me an actual answer like yes or no so what do you think that that would that could mean what do you think josh hey ryan it's good to be back feels good i feel happy you know i feel excited and ready uh thank you again also for sending in your question you know you said that you gave your crush a letter explaining how you feel and she hasn't responded back so is that a good sign or a bad sign really what i would say is i've been in that situation before 
you know, there was a girl that I really liked and I was really close with and we were pretty much best friends. And, you know, I was just too scared to tell her that I liked her. So I did the same thing you did. I gave her a note. I wrote a letter expressing how I felt. And in my case, she wrote a letter back saying, hey, thank you so much, but let's just be friends. In your case, it seems like she hasn't responded yet. So I think because she hasn't responded yet, that might not be the best sign, but it's too early to tell. I think that, you know, it really depends on, uh, you know, how comfortable she feels around you. If she doesn't feel as comfortable, she may not respond. She may write you a letter back or she may just tell you how she feels. You know, normally I advise against giving your crush a letter. And a big reason for that is that I feel like it, it pulls away from you displaying confidence and it kind of relies on her reading the letter, her deciding yes or no, and giving you a yes or no answer. And there's no you built into it, it's just what you wrote. So I think in order to make it very personal, make asking her out sound very personal and be very personal, it's way more efficient, way better for you to do it. Let me close these windows here. It's way better for you to do it in person, to do it face to face, because you have also a higher chance of her saying yes. So is it a good sign? Is it a bad sign that she hasn't responded? Time will tell, but if you wanna get a quicker answer here, the best thing for you to do, Ryan, is to follow up and ask her out directly. You can always say something to her like, hey, I know you got my letter, but I wanted to talk to you in person and tell you that I think you're cute and I'd love to know if you'd go out, you wanna go out sometime. You know, saying that uh, really displays that level of confidence that I think could really be the differentiating factor for her. It may make her feel like, hey, he actually, you know, had the courage to come talk to me and say it, so maybe I'll say yes. So, you know, in person always beats in a letter, uh, you know, but I would say for now, it's, it's kind of unclear. You don't know exactly where she stands until you follow up with her. Let me ask you a question. Okay, I haven't had problems in math. How do I like, like, get good help and like how do I get good grades in math because it's really hard like I can't I need help like I need some suggestions and I don't know I'm just not good at math I have bad memory I don't know how to do it I wonder if you could like help me or something like I don't know if you like if I could teach myself I don't know it's just hard I don't want to have bad grades in math or any other subject in high school I mean it's just hard I wonder if you could help me bro Hey Ethan, I could tell, you know, doing well in school, getting good grades is very important to you. You know, sometimes it can make you feel kind of nervous or even frustrated if you're not doing as well on a subject as you want to. I know, I've been in that position before. I remember when I was in school, I also struggled with math. You know, as the math classes got harder, I felt like I wasn't able to keep up and I didn't know what to do about it. You know, I felt like I was kind of just stuck in this kind of rut by myself. But Luckily, what I would say today and what I'd say to you is that there are options for you. And I know I felt like there weren't any options for me, but if someone had told me the options, I would have felt like a little bit more comfortable at least trying them. So here's what I would say your options are. The first one is if you're struggling with math or any subject, the best thing to do is as soon as you can, talk to your teacher. The earlier you do it, the better. And the reason why talking to your teacher is important is because it allows your teacher to know um, that you're struggling, to know that you know maybe there's a better way or a different way they can talk about subjects or share things because if you're struggling, then chances are there may be other kids in your class struggling too. So it may be the teaching style, it may be the way that she's doing homework or he's doing uh, lessons or anything like that. So talking to your teacher definitely, def definitely, definitely makes them aware of what's going on, that there are students in the class who may need help. Another reason why talking to yeah talking to your teacher is good is because 
your teacher can always recommend after school tutoring. Your teacher may offer to help you during lunch or after school and say, hey, you know, I can work with you one-on-one. -on -one. If not your teacher, then perhaps there's the tutor in school. You know, sometimes in schools they offer extra tutoring for students who are struggling, who just need a little bit more time to kind of think through a lot of these topics and subjects. So, you know, your teacher may be able to recommend tutoring within the school. You know, another option too is to talk to your parents about it. Now that's a scary one because you never know how your parents are going to react. You know, sometimes you think your parents are going to get upset with you or they may just say something like, study harder, work harder, you know, and that might not always be the easiest thing to do, but talking to your parents at least lets them know, hey, maybe they can do something about it. Maybe they can hire a private tutor for you. You know, I know lots of kids who, um, you know, didn't really work well with the way that a teacher was teaching, but when they had a private tutor, it was easier for them because it was one-on-one, -on -one, you know, versus like one-on-20 or one-on-30 or however many kids are in a class. You know, it's easier when it's one-on-one -on -one because the, the, the teacher or the tutor can focus on your needs and the things that you're struggling with particularly. And I would say the, probably the final option is if there are other kids in your class that are also struggling or other kids that you may be friends with, you may want to think about just forming a study group with them. Reach out to the kids in your class and ask them, hey, you know, do you guys want to get together maybe or, or meet online even and just talk about what, talk about math, talk about what you guys are learning, talk about what you're experiencing. Doing that might be easier because here's the thing, when you're learning something along with your friends, sometimes it becomes way easier because your friends will pick up certain things that you may not pick up. And when you guys teach each other, you're doing it on a very normal level, right? Like friends talk to each other normally versus the teacher. So it might be easier to just learn in the very normal way that your friend describes it rather than a teacher. So like I said, reach out to your teacher, see if you can get a tutor through school, reach out to your parents, see if they can help you get a private tutor, or speak to your friends and see if you could form a study group. I hope that information is helpful, you know, for you, Ethan, and for anyone else that, you know, I know a lot of you guys are starting school, for anyone else that's struggling immediately at the beginning of school and it's just getting, you know, the workload is hard and you don't know what to deal with it. I hope that information is helpful for you. Hey, Josh. Well, the thing is, um, this, the girl is in my class and we did a like a group project and she was in my group and, and I developed a crush on her and I heard from one of my friends who's also her friend said she's interested in having a boyfriend and she's single so what should I do Josh should I we talked. We talked before. She knows me. So should I go and ask her out? What do you think, Josh? Hey, Ryan. Thanks again for the second question here. I think it's, uh, it's hard to say what exactly you should do here. So if she knows that you like her and you've talked before, you guys have had conversations and everything, should you go for it? Should you ask her out? Um, I think honestly you should. I mean, I don't know what should be standing in your way. So let's look at some potential factors. Let's say she has a boyfriend. Okay, well then that I think is a good enough reason to say, okay, don't go after her, don't pursue her, you know, like be respectful of her, uh, you know, being in a relationship. If it's just a matter of her knowing that you like her, 
then okay, I don't think that's the end of the world. I think that's actually a good thing. I think it can work in your favor. You know, your crush knowing that you like them, uh, it, it only should add more fuel to your fire for you to go forward and to talk to her, to ask her out, to, you know, actually act on it rather than just sitting and waiting, which is what a lot of people tend to do. So what I would honestly say is if there are no kind of factors that you feel are really getting in the way to the point where she will just outright reject you, then you should just go for it, man. I don't think you should let fear or let insecurity or let doubt run your life. I think you should take control and go for it. Hey Josh, um, um, I mean, if she, if she rejects me the second time, I can, the, um, sh um, I want to be friends with her if I, if she says no, but Is that gonna be difficult because of the fact that you of the fact that you after out before you became just friends? That's a good question too, Ryan. I think that you know if the girl has already said no or rejected you in the past, then I think that you know if your aim is to just be friends, you need to ask yourself. How honest do you want to be here? Like, do you think you could just be friends with her and not carry feelings? Or do you think that if, you know, she rejected you and you decide to be friends, that if you are friends, you are going to constantly think about her and constantly feel like, hey, you know, like maybe we can develop something more. Or do you think that maybe like you might feel sad or hurt if you see her dating someone else? So being friends after being rejected is a tricky subject because you know, a lot of times the reasons why people want to be friends after they've been rejected is simply because they don't want to lose that person from their life. You know, they'd rather be friends and kind of suffer through it a little bit if it means not losing them. So I think that that is not an end goal because I think at the end of the day, you're choosing suffering rather than choosing to move forward and move on. So I would honestly advocate for that. I mean, is it possible to be friends after you've been rejected? Absolutely. But you just need to be honest with yourself and ask, you know, hey, is this going to be something that's going to hurt me if I see her with anyone else? Hey, Josh. Um, so should I, um, for my, my next ask out, um, my next chance to ask her out, should I, um, should I do something big or should I do something small? Also, also, yeah, two questions in one. Um, um, should I ask out? Should I ask her out to homecoming? Homecoming is homecoming week is next week, and dance is gonna follow it. So should I ask her out to homecoming? The homecoming dance. What do you think, Josh? Hey Ryan, I think you just answered your own question there. You know, you were asking should you ask her out something big or something small, and I think if homecoming is right around the corner, then that's the perfect thing to ask her out to. 
you know, you don't have to be grand and do a huge, you know, homecoming promposal type of thing. You could simply say, hey, homecoming coming up. Do you want to go together or do you want to go with a group of people? You know, that might be the perfect opportunity for you to ask her out because homecoming is something to do. So you have something to do with her. You know, it's not just like, do you want to go out? Okay, what do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you're not in that type of situation. Uh, with homecoming right around the corner, that's the perfect opportunity. So I would definitely go for it. I would make it very casual. Just say, hey, um, you know, homecoming is com coming up. Do you want to go together? Or are you free for homecoming? I I'd like I'd like to go with you. And you can phrase it any way that you want. That's as simple like that. Uh, but I think that's the perfect opportunity. And I know there's two, Ryan, that I hear you sniffling. So if you are sick, I hope you get better. Uh, just feel better, man. And thank you so much for sending in your questions. I really like them. And I know they're really helpful for a lot of the people listening because I think everyone else is also just getting back into school now, getting ready for homecoming. So, you know, this, these are really helpful questions and hopefully the advice I'm giving is helpful too. So yeah, definitely ask her out. And that's going to wrap up today's episode. I really liked today's questions. Ethan, the question about you know, how to deal with struggling in a class, Ryan, all the different questions about asking at your crush, what's the right way, how do you recover from being friend zoned, all these different types of things. I think they are super help, super helpful. And you know, I think you guys are just killing it here with the questions. If anyone else is listening, if any of you guys have any other questions, call in. You know, I, I see some of the people applauding the station. I'd love to get your feedback on things. If you also have opinions, if you've dealt with a crush or you're getting ready for homecoming, or you have some advice for someone who's just starting school, I'd love for you guys to call in and share that too, because I know each and every single one of you have exactly what it takes to be somebody great. And I want to help all of you guys get there. So we got to work together. This is a team effort here, and I'm happy I could be on board with each and every single one of you guys. As always, love and peace.